Welcome to a Locked On Titans postcast. Titans fans, a major victory in Indianapolis. The Tennessee Titans defeat the Colts by a score of 24-17. to It wasn't pretty, but a huge win for the Titans to get back to 500. I'm breaking down all of the biggest talking points coming out of the Titans victory on this victory postcast edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, what an insane win. The Tennessee Titans always have to make us sweat it out. But nonetheless, a win is a win is a win. And this win is even more important than your typical week-to-week win with what it means for the Titans with their place in the AFC South. And they're just absolute chokehold over Indianapolis right now. I mean, it feels absolutely fantastic to continue to dominate the Colts. The Titans set multiple records in this game with their win over the Colts. And that's what I want to do to start off here. Just just take a moment to kind of revel in the fact that the Titans just continue to dominate Indianapolis year in and year out. I believe Ryan Tannehill is 5-1 and one against Indianapolis now. And with the win against the Colts, the Titans have won a fourth straight game over Indianapolis and their fourth straight road win over Indianapolis. Both of those are franchise first for the Titans. So just take a moment. It feels good to defeat Indianapolis again in their building. And you know that Colts owner Jim Ursay is just absolutely salty. Got to give credit to uh, Mr. Lebowski on Twitter, uh, Big Titans presence. He said it's probably a tough pill to swallow for Jim Ursay. <laughs> That's diabolically funny, man. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, Anyway, I wanted to start with that because, guys, no matter what, this is a huge win over the Colts in the division and couldn't be happier about winning 24-17. to And Mike Vrabel didn't want to talk about any kind of second-half issues. He was just excited to talk about a big win in the division. So, right there, that's huge for the Titans. Now, as we dive into some other points, we got to talk about Derrick Henry. What a phenomenal performance from Derrick Henry. Before we get into it, I want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content for free on all platforms, including the Locked On Titans YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe, smash the notification bell, and throw a thumbs up on the video if you're hyped that the Titans defeated the Indianapolis Colts. But Derrick Henry grabs the crown back, says, hey, I'm the real king of running backs. In the NFL, Derrick Henry goes out there, has 114 rushing yards on 22 carries, a rushing touchdown, even caught three passes for 33 yards, had a couple of drops in there as well, but a great screen pass on that first drive for Derrick Henry to get things rolling. The Titans really starting to do pretty well with their screens. Absolutely great game from Derrick Henry. He answered all questions. Derrick Henry is back. The king lives on. He's not 
destroyed from the injury. He's not done being a superstar running back based on fatigue. And early on in the season, I said, hey, he just looks rusty to me. He's just missing some holes and not really seeing things cleanly, losing his balance in certain situations. It's not that he's, you know, cooked or done. It's just, you know, he's a little rusty, and that makes sense. He played one football game. If you take out that playoff game, he hadn't played since last Halloween against the Colts. So not only not only does Derrick Henry come out and have a bounce-back performance to remind the NFL who he is, but he does it in Indianapolis where he caught his injury last year. I mean, there is some great redemption in that story. So the Titans just dominating Indianapolis. It feels good. It's felt good for the last few years. Major win for the Titans and led by King Henry, Derrick Henry out there again, running all over people. A fantastic performance and starting to look good in the air as well. We're going to talk about the other stories in this game. Of course, the Titans bottling up Jonathan Taylor, and it looks like Jonathan Taylor is now banged up. But we do got to talk about the second half situation. We got to talk about some injuries, one on offense, one on defense, that we definitely need to pay attention to. Before we get into all of that, though, do want to tell you guys about our friends over at Prize Picks. So, Prize Picks makes daily fantasy as simple as it could be. You pick two to five players. Prize Picks has a projection for those players. Derrick Henry, 100 rushing yards, more or less. Ryan Tannehill, two passing touchdowns, more or less. You basically make a roster of two to five guys, and all you do is say whether their projection is going to be more or less than what Prize Picks has. If you win, you can get up to 10 times your money on your entry. Make sure you go to prizepicks.com or use the Prize Picks app. Use the promo code Locked On. You're going to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Once again, use promo code Locked On for a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 on PrizePicks.com. Also, do want to tell you guys about the best tasting protein bars in the galaxy from our friends over at Built Bar. You get the best of both worlds. You get all the taste of a candy bar with their excellent flavors and textures. And you get all the health benefits of a protein bar that you need. It's not chalky, waxy, hard to choke down. Every bar is covered in 100% real chocolate. Go to built.com right now. Use promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKEDON15 for 15% off at built.com. Titans fans, let's continue this postcast. We talked about Derrick Henry. We talked about the Titans' dominance over the Colts. Now we need to get into the way the Titans bottled up the Colts' run game. Yeah, the Colts had a ton of success in the past when they decided to just throw the ball. I mean, Matt Ryan went for 356 yards and basically had his way over the middle of the field. And coming into the game, I was worried about how the Titans would match up on the Colts' tight ends. And they didn't do a very good job of that, but... But they did a great job in run defense, and that was absolutely the first key to victory for the Titans. Jonathan Taylor had 20 carries for 42 yards, 2.1 yards per carry. His longest rush all day was 11 yards. As a guy who owns Jonathan Taylor in about three fantasy leagues, ugh, that one hurts. But from Tennessee Titans purposes, this is an absolutely beautiful game plan by the Titans. The defensive ends, who I was worried about, stepped up to the plate. 
Also, the linebackers played well. Dylan Cole was all over the place. David Long had a pretty solid game. The Titans held the Colts as a team to 38 rushing yards. I mean, just absolutely phenomenal. 1.7 yards per carry as a team running the ball, Indianapolis. I mean, that is fantastic. Now, the Titans wanted to test the limits of, hey, if we stop the run, will we still win? They really tested the limits there, but they were able to do it. So a great job there. We do got to talk about this second half collapse. And I'll be honest with you. What happened was the Titans stopped getting pressure on the quarterback. And I know, I know that I am an own Bud Dupree hater, I guess, if that's what you want to say. I don't think he was worth the contract. I think he's going to get cut after the season. All of those things are still true. But the reality is with the Titans situation at edge with no Harold Landry, they need Bud Dupree to be a competent NFL pass rush. It doesn't mean that he's phenomenal when he's worth $20 million, but Bud Dupree just being a competent NFL edge rusher opens up other things for other players on the Titans pass rush who aren't as good. Now, you can't pay as much attention to Jeffrey Simmons. You can't pay as much attention to Danico Autry. So I'm not saying Bud Dupree is worth $20 million, but dear God, they need him with Harold Landry out for them to have any semblance of pass rush. When Bud Dupree was in, the Titans were getting pressure. When Bud Dupree went out, it became a lot less frequent that they were getting in the backfield. And that allowed Matt Ryan to have time to start carving the Titans up over the middle with their depth at linebacker, their depth at safety, and their other cornerback position, Terrence Mitchell or Caleb Farley, whoever is out there. It gave Matt Ryan time to take advantage of those weaknesses because Bud Dupree was out. So, Although Bud Dupree is overpaid, he won't be with the Titans after the year, all that remains true. They still need him to have a semblance of pass rush because he is an NFL starting level player. That's what we're really talking about here. So once Bud Dupree went out, the Titans pass rush kind of went out the window, and that's what led to them letting up a bunch of passing yards in the second half. That's what happened. And then on offense, at this point, You can't just say it's execution, it's execution, it's execution. Clearly, the Titans are not adjusting to the adjustments correctly on offense. A team comes out of halftime, and they adjust. They adjust to what the Titans were doing. The Titans don't have good adjustments off that. So now we went from, hey, they're scoring on the first drive, that's good, to, okay, they're scoring throughout the first half. Hopefully, we progress at some point to the third quarter and then get to the fourth quarter by the end of the year, right? Right, because the Titans didn't score again in the first half, and you can't just say it's execution at this point. It's happening too often. It can be execution, but the coaching has to take blame in that as well. Traylon Burks, it didn't look good, and they're saying it's a foot injury, which leads me to believe it could be something like what Derrick Henry had last year. Let's hope it's just a foot sprain, but I wouldn't expect Traylon Burks to play for a month. And that sucks. So the injury to Bud Dupree, the injury to Traylon Burks, those things hurt. But the Titans have a couple winnable games here in front of them. They play the the Commanders, then they play the Texans, then they play the Colts again. They can win all three of those games and sit at 5-2. and They go into their tough stretch, but they have hope. And they've weathered the storm of 0-2. Jacksonville lost to Philly. Thank you, AJ. Thank you, Philly. Titans are tied for the AFC South lead. And after those first two weeks, coming off that game against Buffalo, I couldn't ask for much more than being 2-2 and 
and being tied for the AFC South lead. So I'll upload my full 30-minute recap to the game with my big takeaways, tighten up and tighten down later on tonight. Make sure you guys subscribe to that, throw a thumbs up on the video, and make sure you tune into the Locked on Titans podcast Monday through Friday for free available Tennessee Titans content. It's your team every day. That's going to do it for this postcast. Nice win, everybody. That's going to do it for me. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Tighten up.